Hi everyone, it's Evelyn and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you are doing so amazing today. Uh, As we're digging in a little bit into the year, I have done a lot of episodes this month that are, uh, you know, spiritual in nature and uh, talking about where our headspace is, our subconscious mind. It's all because I've been reading uh, lightly some of the new books that I'm going to be reading to you here on the podcast. And it's brought a bunch of thoughts and thinking about where I'm at and, you know, where I'm going, where I've been. And uh, hopefully it's doing the same for you. Um, We're touching a bunch of different things, right? From meditation, spirituality, uh, you know, finding your inner self. Why do you think the things that you think? Why do you set the goals for yourself that you set? Why do they mean so much to you? Uh, And your creative abilities in life, you know, just polishing yourself and being the best you that you can be, whichever role it is that you play, you know? And so... I definitely wanted to hit you on the personal side too, just so that you can relate to me as to why these goals are so important to me, right? And I did a question and answer from, you know, an excerpt that was given to me from one of my mom's group members uh, from her meditation group. And um, it has spawned a lot of additional questions about, you know, me and, and life and all kinds of stuff. Uh, what had happened while I was away. So I took some time off um, for between season two and three. uh, And it was just to kind of clear my head a little bit. Those of you who know me personally know that I always have a bunch of hands in a couple different, you know, and different pots that I am uh, kind of always running the hamster wheel. And that's not to say that I don't get a lot of really amazing things done because I do. Um, but sometimes if I don't take a break, I burn that candle at both ends and those flames definitely meet in the middle. Uh, so it usually takes someone very important to me or someone who cares about me to tell me, Ev, you've got to slow down for a second. You've got to take some time and you've got to do some things that bring you happiness and joy that don't take so much effort or keep you up at night, stress you out, involve so much responsibility. And so that's kind of what happened. I could feel myself worried about everything that was going on at home a lot more in Pennsylvania. As you guys who have been listening for a long time, I live in Florida and um, I wanted to spend time with my parents. And so I made arrangements long ahead of time. I'm lucky enough to work from home and my home office is actually in Pennsylvania. So if I needed to go there in an emergency for anything, I would have been able to go, which is nice to know. That all happened by coincidence several years ago when I got my job. I actually applied for it and worked down here in Florida and then found out that the home office was in Philadelphia, which is four hours away from where I live in Pennsylvania or grew up rather. So I took all of my equipment and everything and I went up there and, uh, you know, did some visiting. You know, one of the things that I learned so much uh, during the pandemic is how life can be here one day and it can be gone the next. And that is no matter what age you are, no matter how well do you take care of yourself, no matter what you do for a living, no matter if you've ever had children or not, or you burn the candle at both ends or you don't, you could sit on the couch every single day and have almost as much of a chance as someone who goes running eight miles every morning. It's wild how that happens. And so 
I uh, definitely wanted to sink my teeth into what's going on with everybody now. How is everybody doing? Coincidentally, right before I made the trip out there, I connected um, with my best friend from high school. And it had been a while. We had probably, uh, you know, had deep conversations here and there, visits when I would come home. But the busier that I got, the less I was able to make it home. And life happens right under your nose, you know? And so many people come into your life that mean so much to you that it's hard to touch base with every single person all of the time. And so we had a lot of catching up to do, but one of the biggest things that had happened with her was that she had identified earlier in the year that she had a hereditary heart condition that her father had had whenever we were younger. And he had succumbed to this heart disease. And because of modern technologies and advances in medicine, she was able to have a surgery that was life-saving for her. And for months, she had been suffering, walking upstairs, getting, you know, getting any sort of uh, action, you know, at all. You know, like, it was just exhausting for her, out of breath, Uh, very scary situation, although she handles it like an absolute champ. If you talk to her, and I was hoping to have her on the podcast, but we just had so much fun when she was here, uh, which I'll get to in a little bit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so um, whenever she found out that I was coming, I went to her house. Uh, A lot of her family was there to see her off to the hospital for her surgery, and I got to catch up with this long lost family that I grew up with that I hadn't seen in 26 years, some of them, not to age myself, but you know, what a, what a lifetime of opportunity and great conversation and you know, what an interesting way to meet up. I mean, there was food, there was, um, cake, there was celebration. They were, you know, excited about her being able to have this surgery that wasn't available all these years ago. And so I really got a chance to reminisce and reflect. And that, in its own right, selfishly, was so beneficial for me, my health, my mental health, uh, just kind of seeing where you're at in the world these days, and then just measuring change. Because when you see and do the same thing every day, and you have just subtle differences, it is more than a groundhog day, right? It's not exactly the same, but you're learning these lessons and you're not realizing that you're learning the lessons as you go. So it's pretty amazing when you get to reflect back on who you've been in your life and who you've become. And that's what I had the opportunity to do while I was there. And uh, then, you know, she ended up not having the surgery immediately. It ended up getting postponed for a week. And uh, then we had that week to really bond and, you know, we've always been bonded, but really catch up and discuss how she felt about this. And she wasn't scared at all. I mean, just an absolute warrior princess going into this like it is what it is. I don't care. You know, I'm so excited to get it done. And that was so wonderful because me, you know, I cried when I had my my sleeve surgery like I I get really weird about life and you know 
I don't know if I'd call it weird. Let me take that back. I get really passionate about life and um, and all, all kinds of stuff. So uh, I was so proud of her. And uh, she ended up making it through the surgery like a boss. Like I knew that she would. And uh, that happened while I was at home. I mentioned earlier in the month that I, uh, I saw that my parents, uh, you know, they are having... You know, their retirement is wonderful and they're enjoying it, but you know, it's, it's a lot to cook every day, you know, for two people and then do the dishes and then make sure everything else stays clean and like take care of everything all the time. And so I wanted to cook. I love, love to cook. Uh, as you guys know, who have been listening to this for a while. You guys are probably like, I know Evelyn, you talk about it all the time, but (laughs) they, uh, they really appreciate some good home cooking. And here, I really don't have anybody to cook a lot of food for. I I cook and then, you know, I have leftovers all the time. So, and it's usually foods that I'm not allowed to eat, even though sometimes I eat them anyway, which I'm trying not to do. Um, And so this was awesome because I cook in bulk. I always have, you know, I grew up in the church um, and we did fish fries and we did all kinds of activities, church picnics and stuff like that, where, you know, not only am I Italian, but then for the church, you would cook in bulk. And so I, I have that experience behind me. And, you know, so when I cook, I'm like really into it. It's a whole thing. And I get very excited. And so a lot of food I end up donating. Um, you know, if I know a family that doesn't have time to cook or something like that, that's what I'll do. I'll shave off whatever, and then I'll donate it out. Uh, so that they can have some too. So then we both are happy. You know, I get to overcook for people. And then I know that, you know, a family is fed for a while, you know, that, that normally wouldn't have that opportunity. And so <clears throat> I went home. I cooked for several days. It was like three or four days. And I made enough meals to last them breakfast, lunch, and dinner for, I think it was like 30 days or something. And uh, my mom is pre-diabetic, and so she hasn't had sugar in a really long time. And she has a a really difficult time finding sugar-free desserts. And so uh, I concocted. You know, over this course of life that I live, when you're always so health conscious about your weight, and it's so ironic because you'd think by listening to me that I'm very skinny, and I'm absolutely not. Um, But... It's a part of my everyday and it's always on my mind and it's always something that I'm working on. So you take these nutritional ingredients and you love to cook and you love to eat and you know, all of that fun stuff. And so you learn over time what all of those nutrition facts mean and what they add up to be and what tastes good and what doesn't. And so I also had a wreath business, which I talked about in season one, which I did aromatherapeutic properties, I'm homeopathic. Uh, you know, and licensed in all these places to um, kind of address people's ailments regarding aromas. So that really has nothing to do with cooking. I'm just saying that like there's all these alternatives that I find, these loopholes that I get into to try to make things better for people. Needless to say, I put together all of these recipes for all of these really decadent desserts that were all sugar-free, all low-carb, all high-protein, and my mom is loving them. I made, like, peanut butter and chocolate desserts. I did um, strawberries and cream, oranges and cream. I did 
um, sugar-free cinnamon streusels, coffee cakes, um, and everything. Again, sugar-free, low-carb, um, high-protein. I did uh, nut bars, all kinds of stuff. So that was really exciting um, because I got to food save everything. And now it's winter there and it's been snowing and it's crazy and all of that fun stuff. And they're able to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner on me. You know, I even gave her some tips uh, that I give you guys, like the breakfast casserole. You know, before you go to sleep at night. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do this as a teaser. And we're going to talk breakfast casserole when we come back because I'm chatting your head off, drinking my coffee. It's first thing in the morning as I'm recording this to you. I just got done doing a really awesome meditation. So I'm going to leave you with a commercial real quick, and then I'll come back. I'll tell you about the breakfast casserole. It's a game changer. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for sticking with me after the break. I am about to tell you about this amazing breakfast casserole that is low-carb, high-protein. Uh, and can cook effortlessly. A lot of people like to do it for uh, Christmas morning, uh, but I do it when I have a big meeting at work and I don't feel like having, you know, like cooking or portioning breakfast or I want something fresh. Uh, Or if I have a bunch of vegetables and meats that are in my refrigerator that I want to use up. Um, And some people add uh, home fries to it or they'll, you know, take potatoes to it. That puts carbs in it for me. Although, if I'm celebrating a big holiday or something, I will do that because it's delicious. Um, But anyway, it's super simple. Uh, Before you go to bed, uh, you know, get your crock pot out. If you don't have a crock pot, go buy one. It will be the greatest investment that you will make. Um, And buy crock pot liners too because a lot of people don't know that those are available. Reynolds makes them. You can put them in your crock pot and then you don't have to clean up for hours afterwards because crock pots run really long and food sticks to them pretty easy. Anyway, I'm going to make an egg mixture. As many eggs as what feeds your family. If you've got a big family, make a lot. you got a small family, make a little. doesn't really matter. Uh, And then if you're going to use potatoes, you're going to put them in first. Either you're going to slice them yourself which is something that I'll do, or put hash browns in there, season them. Then, you know, you pour your egg mixture over top and put everything on it that you would for your omelet if you were having omelets. I am an everything. I'm a smothered, covered, and topped person. There are people out there that just like the very minimum. So if you just want the minimum, then put some salt and pepper on it and call it a day. I'm the smothered, covered, and topped person. So I put everything. I put mushrooms. I put... Lots of cheeses, all different kinds of cheeses. I do onions, green onions, red onions, purple onions. <laughs> Love onions. As if you couldn't ta- as if you couldn't tell. I do salt, pepper, McCormick, garlic, and herb because I love a little garlic in my eggs. I know that's the Italian in me. I'm telling you, if vampires are real, they're not coming for me. Um, just a touch of garlic, though. Nothing crazy. A little onion powder. Uh, and then, you know, I love... My eyes love looking at colors, um, and I, I love looking at colors, and I love tasting all different types of flavor combinations, as if you also couldn't tell. So um, I put a little parsley in there, maybe a touch of basil. Like, I go a little, I go a little extra. You don't have to go that extra. 
I promise you that. I put ham in there uh, usually, but if I have turkey ground up, I'll do that. Or if I've got sausage grounds, I'll do that. Sometimes I'll do a combination of everything. Uh, I make a really mean jambalaya, and sometimes I've got a little stuffed sausage left over that's fresh from the Italian butcher, so I will, you know, chop some of that up. It depends. Whatever meat that you choose for your omelet, uh, I wouldn't do shrimp because it comes out kind of rubbery. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, it's it's pretty. If it's meat, meat, you're you're good. Um, you could even do like a cheeseburger version, I would imagine. But then you put it in before you go to sleep, and you put it on low. And as long as you're sleeping for eight hours, you're okay. You can get up in six hours and you can check it out. But anyway, you wake up and you've got this beautiful, delicious breakfast casserole and you can kind of alter it to what your diet says if you're on a diet uh, sometimes I just go really high meat uh, I have been on a low carb diet for most of my life so when it comes to eggs I'm really weird uh, sometimes I can't stand the sight of them if I'm being honest and then sometimes I crave them depending on how they're cooked uh, but it's pretty rare um, the breakfast casserole, though, because I do it once in a while, it gets me right where I need to be, especially if I'm running late on portioning my food or if I want something fresh, because you guys know from previous episodes that I food save that stuff. Anyway, so I did that for them, and I gave them all kinds of my parents. Um, I, uh, you know, gave them some tips on quick meals that they can make whenever I'm not there. So that was nice. Uh, it was heading into the fall season, so we were able to catch some, you know, fall decorations and everything. It was right before the hurricane hit, uh, so I didn't even see that coming, you know, but everything had already been decorated because I knew that October, November, and December were going to be absolutely wild months for us, and uh, I wanted to have that all kind of wrapped up in a pretty little bow. To be honest, by the time I was ready to leave, I wasn't ready to leave. Like, the time that... Uh, you know, it, it was to come home. I missed home, of course, but I could have stayed there for a little bit longer. The weather was nice. I was able to get in the car and drive around. I went to all the graveyards. It's something that I like to do when I go home. Uh, un- unfortunately, because of everybody being located in one spot up there, I've got a lot of loss, you know, over the years. It was my dad's 20th year anniversary since he'd passed this year uh, in 2022. And um, I always go to his grave. My sister is so awesome about taking me all over the place. Uh, And a lot of the people that I grew up with are now getting older and they're passing away. Um, They're like their parents are passing away. And so I go back and I check out the town that I grew up in and I check out the houses that we played in and... I visit with some of the people that I grew up talking to and hanging out with and their parents and getting like an idea of where everyone's at and what they're doing. I don't get on, I have a Facebook, but I don't get on it very often. Uh, I found that it just made me feel bad about the things that I'm not doing with my life. (laughs) And I tell people that all the time because I have the Facebook, you know, but... I would get on it and I would see all of the different types of lives that everybody's living. And I'm kind of different. I I love my life. I've chose to live it differently. You know, I'm not married. I don't have any children. I, you know, I like to get out and like go and do crazy things. I don't run, you know, eight miles a day before I wake up in the morning. I'm more of a meditator. You know, I mean, I'm proud of the life that I live, but I don't, I don't need to 
keep the Facebook diary to let everybody know what my life is like. If they want to listen to it, they can find me. They can Google me and they can find out that I got a podcast and catch up here, (laughs) you know. But anyway, I aspire to run eight miles a day if it means anything before I go to work every day. Maybe one day I'll get that that jolt of energy that I need. I've been... I've been praying about it. But anyway, besides the point, reeling myself back in. So um, home, going to the graveyards and stuff is something that I enjoy doing. Uh, Going and visiting and and seeing the graves. Sometimes I'll sit at them. My dad's tombstone has a bench at it and I will sit at the bench and I will talk to him uh, about what's going on in my life, what's going on in my head, what's going on with work. Uh, I'll tell him everything. in the hopes that somewhere, somehow, he can hear me. If nothing else, it makes me feel better therapeutically uh, that I've kind of gotten that off my chest, you know? But also, his brothers and his his brother and his sisters are there, my aunts and my uncle. A lot of friends and family and teachers and things are at the graveyard also. And so I'll go and I'll get some flowers and I'll, I'll wipe off their gravestones and things like that. Sorry, I'd hope that this doesn't take you to a dark, morbid place, but it's something that I enjoy doing. Anyway, then my mom's group meets and I absolutely love them. I got to sit with them. I got to reveal that I do have a podcast about life over matter. They were super excited and uh, I love meeting with them. They have a big dinner first. I don't know if you remember, but if you've listened to the whole podcast, then you might. Uh, Whenever I was kind of lost in my life many years ago, uh, I didn't really have a direction. I'd been moving from state to state to state. I didn't know where I wanted to plant myself. I didn't know what was going on with my health or anything like that. Um, And uh, I uh, met with ladies. I ate a bunch of pasta. I carved myself out. I landed myself in a carved wormhole. I fell asleep on the arm of a couch while they were meditating. And they woke up and they all told me that while they were meditating, they saw me shining the light for a lot of people. And uh, I didn't take them seriously. I thought that they were crazy. They said that I was going to end up buying a new car and that I was going to, you know, excel and I would be a path paver for, you know, a ton of people. And at the time I was working as a waitress. I was making pennies a day. I I wasn't, um, I wasn't in a good place. My car was 18 years old. The floor was falling out of it. Uh, to get it fixed, it was like $3,000 every time it broke. And I had no warranty left on it. It was too old. And they didn't even sell the type of car anymore. So it wasn't like I could just switch it out for another part. It was a hassle and it was hard. And, um, I lived, I I lived, you know, in someone else's house, like it was a whole thing. And these ladies, when I woke up from that, you know, spaghetti coma told me that everything was going to be amazing. And I was like, okay, okay. And sure enough, within a few weeks, everything started to change for me. Everything started to change for me. I started getting opportunities and phone calls and, you know, the, the, housing market changed and I was able to get a gorgeous place at that time I was able to get a brand new car I got an amazing job where I led all of these people I've had it ever since and I don't know if it was because of the intense meditations of those ladies or if it was because it was my time just in life to turn to another chapter but it was a fantastic 
a fantastic experience for me and I will always be grateful for that that one meeting to them for that but I've had meetings with them every time I've come home ever since and I love listening to them and I love their insight and they write beautiful poetry and they give me all these exercises that I've been doing with you guys all month because when I told them about the podcast they all wanted to share with me all of these really cool publications that they found and I love it when people do that you know I have so many influential people in my life and I'm so blessed for that and they're always sending me articles and videos and snippets of things that really mean a lot to me and I take them in and some of the stuff I really get a lot out of and I take notes and for this I was very excited I came home I printed everything out it was like 300 pages worth of information it was incredible along with some of the emails that I'd gotten from some of the listeners and everything like that and so I did that and um and it's just been a wonderful whirlwind ever since I hope that the rest of the year uh I'm able to come up with the content uh so easily as I have in this last month But anyway, it's morning time and I'm talking her head off. I'm still on the steroids for my sinus infection, so I'm a little more hyper than I usually am. And I'm drinking coffee like a crazy person, so that's happening too. But to get you back to what you were doing, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. It was kind of random. It was just my homebound episode. I've been meaning to talk to you about it for a month. And I wanted to go a little personal about it because I've been reading a lot of articles to you lately and I wanted to get you in the spirit of things, in the spirit of the new year, understanding where I'm coming from on everything, where my headspace is, uh, and hopefully I can hear from you and you can let me know what you think of everything. I always love to hear from you. So I hope that you have a wonderful afternoon today, a great morning if you're having it, a great morning and afternoon and a good night. Thank you.